So the big question is this. How are gigging musicians like us, who don't make any money streaming, who are spending money from our own pockets, how do we treat our music careers as online businesses in a way that lets us get our music and the things we believe in out to the world, yet still remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jared Judge, and welcome to the Gigging Musician Podcast. What's up, Gigging Pros? It's Jared Judge. Welcome to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. Today, I want to chat about something really important, something that's not really talked about. However, I do see this mindset creeping into a lot of musicians that I work with, and it really sabotages their success, which the thing I want to talk about is money, specifically mindset about money. And my goal, I guess, for this podcast is to help you kind of think about the way that you view money in relation to your art or view your art in relation to money. Because uh, recently I've been doing a lot more TikToks and YouTube shorts. And uh, one of them recently got some comments from musicians. It was actually kind of hateful comments uh, calling me a sellout because that, you know, I teach marketing and sales skills to musicians so they could make more money with their art. And, you know, a bunch of comments are calling me a sellout or that I help sellouts. And I have to address that because, you know, I, I want to actually share that I believe it's okay to be a sellout because money is a tool that we all use, whether you like it or not. It is a tool that we use to live our lives. Uh, you know, it, it, tools are not good or bad. Tools are just tools and they're used by people to accomplish good or bad things. But I think most artists use money for good. Like, even if you work at a job you hate, you still do that because you need money. You gotta eat, you gotta live somewhere, you gotta have a car to get to your gigs, and money is the way that we do that. And sure, you may have criticisms for capitalism, or maybe you don't. I don't really know, or you know, I don't engage in politics on this this podcast, but the fact of the, the matter is we do have to use money to get where we need to go. And I do believe it is completely healthy to focus on getting money through your art. And that's why I love private events so much is because they have the highest return on your time. And I do believe musicians should value their time very highly, you know, like minimum hundred dollars an hour kind of thing, but definitely more than that when you when you start to get there um so money is not evil and i think we really should start valuing money because not because of money itself but because of what it does so that once you start focusing on getting money through higher paying gigs or through you know recording sessions that pay a lot turning down the lower paying gigs once you start getting this money rolling in it makes everything else a lot easier so if your goal is to, you know, build a fan base, a lot of these platforms are pay to play. You know, say you want to expand your reach on Instagram. Well, you could do that organically, but that's going to take decades. Or you could use the tool of money to shortcut that and get your music in front of tens, hundreds of thousands, millions of people in a shorter period of time because you used the tool of money, which is basically just leveraging your time. Similarly, you know, if you have money 
coming in from high paying gigs, you can use that to fund your album recording. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, some might say that, you know, that makes you a great artist is your ability to output art. And if you're sabotaging your, your ability to put out great art because, you know, you're too broke, you can't afford this, but does that really make you a great artist? Or does that make you a starving artist? And is that really glamorous? And I, I would say no, it's not. Uh, I would much rather see an artist that's well-fed and capable and putting out their best work, which I do believe that the tool of money can help with that. Sorry about all the birds. They're all really excited about this discussion. And so that's why I do feel like we need to value money in so much as it is a tool for getting things done faster, for spreading our message faster. And, you know, I, I do believe that we all should use money for good and not evil. But nonetheless, I think it would be foolish to not recognize its value in relation to your art. And to the original people who, who call me a sellout, I'm happy to accept that title. Yes, I am a sellout. I am an artist who sells my art in exchange for money so that I could do more art, have more fun in the world, get more done, expand my reach. And I don't think there's any shame in that. I think that it, it's, it's foolish to do the opposite, to sabotage myself by not focusing on that. You know, it's like, um, um, oh, sorry about that. Where focus goes, energy flows. And so <laughs> birds are very distracting right now. So if you focus on the activities that acquire you money, then you will, you will put energy towards it and it will start to have momentum and other, you know, great opportunities will start to follow suit. You know, a great example is like, you know, I've been focusing heavily on corporate events and weddings here in Denver, and I've been focusing that, you know, they are the high paying gigs for sure. And because I've been focusing that, I've been putting a lot of energy towards that. I've been building up this vast network of corporate event planners and wedding planners and managers at these venues where these gigs happen. And uh, those, that network has been building, partnerships have been building. In fact, even just uh, over this past weekend, you know, I played that farm art on the farm gig. While I was there, I also got an email from somebody who runs a DMC destination management company. They were referred to me by a DJ in the wedding and corporate events market. And, you know, I didn't explicitly reach out to this person who runs the DMC. They reached out to me because of a referral. And as a result, you know, they said they host all these kinds of events where my live music would be perfect, which is more opportunities for me to play, get my art out there, and it's also going to pay quite a bit. These are going to be high-paying corporate events, private events, weddings, those kinds of gigs in really cool spots too. Like I know they operate a lot out of Aspen and Breckenridge, really cool like ski resort towns. So I get to do a little traveling, get get to scratch that traveling itch as well. And so that's kind of the idea. I was just kind of exploring about how we talk about money as musicians. And I don't think there is any glory in purposefully, you know, adopting the starving artist identity. And I think that's just sabotaging yourself, sabotaging your art, sabotaging your ability. 
to do what you love. Uh, I don't think it makes better art. I think people who are, are comfortable financially not living paycheck to paycheck are in a better position to put out more, to put out higher quality, and just contribute more to the things that we do. So um, I'm sure this is going to be a little controversial. I'm sure some of you might be offended by that. But I hope that you keep an open mind to it because I find that, you know, I've achieved a lot of things by keeping an open mind. You know, I was very skeptical when I first started out on this journey. Little old music school Jared was like definitely had a closed mind about things other than just what they were teaching me in music school, which was how to be a better performer. And it took a lot of like repetition. It basically was like going to a mental gym and working on my mindset and opening myself up to other ideas, which even like taking my first marketing course, that was, that was a hurdle. I, I had to get over a significant amount of skepticism about marketing in general in order to even just buy the course and then log in and go through the first couple of lessons. Even when I was going through the lessons, my skepticism, I'm sure, sabotaged my early success because I didn't go all in on it. I just dabbled. So hope you can keep my open mind about this. And I appreciate you tuning in, helping me figure this out with you. So thanks for listening to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. Remember, you are just one gig away. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. If you like this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and tag me and post on Instagram, letting me know what you liked about this episode and let me know what you would like to hear in future episodes. That will help me serve you better. Also, I would love to invite you to my upcoming five-day full-time music challenge. Just give me five short days and I will show you a step-by-step plan to make real consistent income with your music. It's totally free and you can register on fulltimemusicchallenge.com. That's fulltime, one word, no dash in between, fulltimemusicchallenge.com. Thanks again and I hope to see you in my next challenge.